Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. The interviewer asked Dr. Victor Frankel about something that Dr. Frankel had said, that something like 40% of European young people experience a void within, a hollowness within, an emptiness within. And he said that about 80% of American young people had experienced that. When I heard that, I immediately saw that, of course, because they have had a number done on them, and they've fallen away from God. See, God gives us purpose and gives life meaning. He fills the void. Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is Ways to Reduce Stress. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Hi, everyone. Today, I want to talk about stress. Let this be a back-to-basics program. Stress. What is stress? Stress is anything that causes you to react, especially especially with emotions. You see, we were not meant to be emotional. I know that's hard for you to understand, but just take my word for it. Think back to your own life, to mistakes you've made. Wasn't it in a fit of passion when you were angry, when you were upset, when you were fearful? but especially when you were angry. And I want you to also see if you can remember a certain time when you became very, very upset about something, very resentful, very angry, very upset. There you were sitting there doing a slow burn, and in your mind is something came to you. Something came to you and whispered to you to go ahead and cheat on your wife or your husband, or go ahead and take the drink, or go ahead and take the drug, or go ahead and go to that place that you shouldn't go to. Didn't it? It whispered to you, or it egged you on. I think you can see very clearly now in hindsight that whenever you get upset, it, whatever it is, and I will go into that later, but whatever it is in there that talks to you, it does not have your best interests at heart. And you're always sorry for what you did. It's always the wrong thing and you wish you hadn't done it. But whatever it was in there, it took advantage of your emotion. The very fact that it comes to you and whispers something wrong to do when you are most vulnerable, when you are most emotional, that proves ipso facto that it is malevolent. Let me repeat that. When you are very angry at something or somebody, or very upset, or very resentful, or your feelings are hurt, which means you're resentful. And then it says to you, go ahead and 
do something or other. I'll leave the line blank. I'll just use an example. Go ahead and take the drink. It whispers to you. But it could be anything. And that is the moment when you are the most vulnerable. And it takes advantage of that. Which proves that it is malevolent. Now, when you're there all angry, all upset, all resentful, what is wrong looks right or what is right looks wrong. And in that moment when it says, go ahead, take the drink or whatever, it seems like it's your friend, doesn't it? It's supporting you in your anger. But then you go ahead and do the wrong thing or you betray somebody or you hurt somebody. And you can clearly see that it was not in your best interests or anyone else's best interests. And so, I have proven that it is malevolent, but that when you are upset and emotional, you think that it is your friend, you think it has your best interest at heart. It seems supportive, doesn't it? Supportive of your anger and of your resentment. So, I want you to now see the truth about emotion. When you are emotional, that's your weakest moment. And it takes advantage. It's like it's always there, just waiting for a sign of weakness. Then it takes advantage. Do you have a question for Roland? If so, call the listener call-in line at 510-455-8851. That's 510-455-8851. 8851. Leave your name, the city you're calling from, and your message. I always tell people I'm just a man with a microphone. I'm on a station for a while, and then sometimes I leave and I'm on another station. And I try to stay at least half a year or a year on each station. I've been on some stations over 10 years. I've been on some stations 15 years or more. I'm like a wandering preacher. I'm a traveling evangelist, and I travel the radio airwaves. I don't work for the station. I volunteer my time and buy airtime to help people. My son is the producer, and he plays the piano music that you hear, and he also volunteers his time. also want you to see that uh, whatever it is that takes advantage and that we, I think you'll agree, it doesn't have your best interests at heart, and it is malevolent. I also want you to see that there are religious or metaphysical overtones involved. Everyone always told you, oh, there's no, no God, no afterlife, no this, no that, they whisper. See, it's all just evolution. We all just evolved from nothing or from some plasma or something. Well, I want you to see that in these moments when uh, it is there whispering to you, there's some kind of a religious uh, component to it. There is some kind of a metaphysical aspect to life, a spiritual side to life. And there must be also, if there's something that is malevolent, then that might also mean that there's something good, and of course there is. Well, but here's what I want you to see. 
and that is that to prove to you that it has religious overtones, it preys upon doubt. It engenders doubt. It wants you to doubt God. It wants you to doubt goodness. It wants you to doubt future. It wants you to doubt yourself. It wants you to doubt that people are good. It wants you to doubt that what you do makes a difference. It wants you to doubt that doing wrong things is not good. It wants you to doubt that there's right and wrong. It wants you to doubt. It may be able to do that with pure emotion. If if you are angry enough, if you're upset enough, if you're excited enough, it seems to overwhelm your better instincts. But all you have to do is be sitting there resentful, and then it makes you doubt. Nobody loves me. God doesn't love me. Nobody cares. It doesn't matter if I take that drink or smoke that marijuana. See? It preys upon doubt. Now do you see what you are dealing with? Now I want you to understand that what you are dealing with comes from a metaphysical realm, and you cannot deal with it. It is much smarter than you. It knows all of your weaknesses. If you try to struggle with it, it wins. If you give in to it and do what it tells you to do, then it wins. If you doubt God, it wins. If you go ahead and do the wrong thing, it wins. See? So, what are you going to do? First of all, you have to see that this thing is bigger than you are. And if there is something malevolent, then there is also something that is good, and that is God. And you must silently, quietly call out to him to rescue you from... See, wasn't prayer. Christ taught us to pray, and we're to pray. Lead us not into temptation. Well, that may not be the best translation, because God doesn't lead you into temptation. But definitely it means deliver us from the evil one. Save us from the evil one. Keep us from the evil one. Now, I just want you to realize that you are actually at your weakest, and you are the most vulnerable when you are emotional. When you are calm, then you can be reasonable, principled, honorable, courageous, and everything else. Anger makes you feel like you're strong, but you're really weak. And emotion leads to doubt, and doubt leads to emotion, and to more emotion, and to more upset. And you get weaker and weaker, and then you become very suggestible, and your mind is open to all of these negative things that assail you that seem like they're in your best interest, but they're not. Now, when we come back, I'm going to talk in more detail about this very important topic. Listeners in New York are getting the 15-minute version of this program. To hear the whole 30-minute program, go to SheddingShackles.com or GetReadyToPray.com. This is Jeremiah Trujillo. We have many resources to help you in your Christian walk. I asked my dad what our best resource is, and here's what he said. 
Well, it's got to be the meditation. That's our best resource. No question about it. Yeah, I've got a lot of books. I love my books. But the first thing is the meditation. It's so simple. In fact, you can listen to it on the phone, listen to it online or download it online. We have a slideshow video on YouTube. It's just a great resource. See, a lot of people are a lot of people are so stressed out. They don't know how to get started. It's hard to be a good Christian when you're totally upset. It's hard to be a Christian when you're upset and angry and nervous and worried. And it's hard to be patient with people when you're all nervous. It's hard to be calm when you're worried. It's hard to be loving when you're resentful. So the first thing, if you can get out of those negative emotions and the thoughts that go with them, get out of the negative thoughts and emotions, come up to the surface where you can be calm, and then available to you is something that comes from God. He imparts something to you, and it's because of grace. God is very gracious, and he's forgiving, and he has a lot of love, and for those who call upon him, he has gifts. And one of the gifts that he will give you is patience, so you can be patient with other people and patient with yourself. Roland would love to hear from listeners. Let him know how much you enjoy listening to Shedding Shackles. Send him an email today to roland at sheddingshackles.com. You can also send him a letter or donation through the mail to Roland Trujillo, spelled T-R-U-J-I-L-L-O, 1556 Fitzgerald Drive, number 217, in Pinole, California, zip code 94564. Again, Roland Trujillo, 1556 Fitzgerald Drive, suite number 217, Pinole, California, 94564. And if you'd like to just leave him an encouraging message, his listener comment line is 510-455-8851. Again, 510-455-8851. And let him know how much you enjoy listening to Shedding Shackles. Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. You do have some control over your emotions, yet you don't have the control that you ought to have. You should be so calm so poised, so above the temptation that when things tempt you to react, to get emotional, to get excited, to have sympathy, to be angry, and so on and so forth, when some temptation comes along, tempts you to get excited over it, the homage that it's paying you, when something there is a little bit not right, 
and you see that it's rotten right. Now, maybe other people don't see that it's not right, but they may. Maybe they're afraid to say anything. Your kids, they have very clear seeing eyes. They probably see that something's not quite right. Well, what you do when you see that something is not quite right, you stand back and you watch it. You don't indulge it. No use getting angry at you. Remember, emotion is not your friend. So you just watch it. And usually just watching it is enough. Usually that's enough. It'll leave you alone. It'll go away. I think one of the most beautiful moments that I can remember over the past few years I used to go into Starbucks every morning. I don't any. I don't anymore. I save money now. But I used to go in there every morning and sit there. But it was for a good purpose. I did a little bit of reading and some writing. Brought along my laptop. Worked on one of my books. So it was useful. But there used to be a nice man that came in with his daughter. And at that time, she was like maybe, I don't know, 10 years old or something. And she used to have one of these little, was it an iPhone or a video? video? I don't know what it was, but I guess it was a phone. Not sure. But she was watching some, one day she was watching some kind of a video on it. She was watching that. It, Daddy was there, and then he was talking to the person, you know, that serves the uh, Starbucks thing. But all of a sudden, it was obvious to me what happened. Something came onto that video that wasn't quite right. Something that was uh, untoward or inappropriate, or I don't know what it was, but immediately she got up and she... She ran over to her daddy and she showed him, Daddy, Daddy. Well, he was a little bit too caught up talking to that person and he wasn't paying good attention. But she was trying to show it to her daddy. Daddy, look at this. It was so beautiful. The little girl instantly could see when something was not appropriate. And her instinct was to run and tell daddy. It was beautiful. Well, that should be your instinct. If you still have any conscience left, if you have any decency left, if you're not totally jaded from all of your iPhone and all of your internet and all of your videos, if you're not totally degraded, if you have any decency left, then that should be your instinct. When something is not quite right, you see it. Now, you may not be able to do anything about it, but in a sense, in your heart, you, you want to tell Daddy. And who is Daddy? It's God. He is your spiritual parent. But you don't know it. That's how I was almost going to say dumb. The average person is. They don't even know their origin. So they have done a number on you. A number has been done on you. And you got to wake up and get back in touch with what you know in your heart. You were closest to God the minute you were born and you've ever been since. And you were handed over from person to person to person to person and everybody did a number on you and now you're totally jaded and you try to substitute 
you know, you try to say some nice things or sing some nice songs or give money to somebody or volunteer your time. But, you know, I was watching some video, I forget what it was, on YouTube, but you know how they have when you're watching something and they have something on the right side, you know, they have videos there as suggestions? Well, lo and behold, there was an interview with Viktor Frankl, a famous psychiatrist who survived the concentration camp in Nazi Germany. He's a Holocaust survivor, or he was. And he became a very famous writer and, and a psychiatrist. And he, he wrote the book, Man's Search for Meaning. Dr. Victor Frankl's experiences in the concentration camp made him a very thoughtful man. The interviewer asked Dr. Victor Frankl about something that Dr. Frankl had said that something like 40% of European young people experience a void within, a hollowness within, an emptiness within. And he said that about 80% of American young people had experienced that. And he said that this inner void, this inner emptiness, manifests then as a, a sense of meaningless about life. And it also can become apathy and boredom, and lack of initiative, even a lack of interest. But it, it is because of this inner void when I heard that, I immediately saw that, of course, because they have had a number done on them, and they've fallen away from God. See, God gives us purpose and gives life meaning. He fills the void. When he is in your life, see, then there's hope. There's joy, there's purpose, there's meaning. See, all of these wonderful values are brought to you when you are close to him. But if he is absent, what could there be if he is absent but emptiness, hopelessness, joylessness, lack of purpose, etc.? Do you see it? Do you see it clearly? So, if you have any of those things, the solution is simple. You've got to find God. First thing you have to admit is you haven't found him. Yeah, you maybe you tried. Maybe you said some nice words or something like that, but you still have yet to find him. But that's good. If you haven't found him yet, then it means there's still hope. Do you understand? It's good not to have found him yet, because now you can find him or let him find you. And all you have to do is be still. God said, be still and know that I am God. Be still. If you're not driving right now, if you're sitting quietly on your sofa or in a chair, or you're laying in bed, if you're sitting at your desk at work, if you're somewhere where you can close your eyes, you could. Follow me for just a moment, and I can show you how to get started 
to find reality. Sit quietly. Close your eyes. If you close your eyes and look at the inside of your eyelids, you see little sparkles of light, little pixels of light. And when you do that, it temporarily pushes away all the images and things that are running through your mind all the time. Just sit there and look at those little pixels of light. Hear the little sounds in the room. Experience reality. Become aware of your fingertips. Become aware of your fingertips so they tingle a little bit. Now you're in reality. And you will be a little bit closer to God. And you're not lost down in your daydream. See, it's down there, scheming for the future and reliving the past and worrying and all that stuff. It's down there that it, remember earlier I talked about it, talking to you from down there. You think it's your own. See, that's the other trick. Not only do you think it, it has your best interests, see, because it, it caters to your ego. When you're angry, it tells you, yeah, you should be angry. Go ahead and have this cigarette, have the marijuana, have the drink. Go ahead and cheat on your wife. See what I mean? So it, it seems like it's supporting you, but it, it's actually telling you the wrong thing to do. It's not in your best interest. But not only that, but it hides and masquerades as you. You think it's your very own thinking. Know now that it is not your thinking. So you don't have to feel guilty for what it says down there. Just watch it. Stand back from it. Learn to sit quietly in reality and get out of your thoughts. Sit quietly and watch. And you will be a little bit closer to God. If you're not driving right now, if you're sitting quietly on your sofa or in a chair, if you close your eyes and look at the inside of your eyelids, you see little sparkles of light, little pixels of light. Just sit there and look at those little pixels of light. Hear the little sounds in the room. Experience reality. Become aware of your fingertips. Become aware of your fingertips so they tingle a little bit. Now you're in reality when you're not lost in the fantasies and when you're not lost in your emotions, you're closer to God. It's that simple. So now you know. Calm down. Question your emotions. Question those thoughts. Stand back and watch. And silently cry out to your heavenly Father that you've never known. Cry out to Him that He may answer. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise, I'll see you then. Bye-bye.
You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you. Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo.